What is going on? Welcome to episode 127. It's me and the pastor. And the one, the only queen, Sip of Death, Jay Gray in the building. Let's go. We got a good group here. Uh, Tim's is celebrating Detroit Lions back-to-back wins. He's in the Caribbean's sailing around in his boat. Life's good for him. Yeah. It's really just a cruise ship, but we'll say it's his boat. Still RIP. Put him on your milk card and pour some out for him. And then Matt, he's over here in the States, but he's, he's getting pissed right up. He enjoys it. Uh, watching this episode, we, we do, you know, kind of heavy hearts, our, our, our P's and T's, and our hearts go out to the whole UVA family, especially the football family. Uh, everybody affected those tragedies. Uh, just special prayers for the Davis family, Perry family, and Chandler family. Um, just a, a tough scene in UVA. Just anytime a, a former teammate opens fire and, and, and kills three and, and injures two, one in critical, one in stable, it's – my heart rips out for him. Jay Gray, I know you're a teacher as well. I don't know if you want to talk about Fitz, if you want to talk about just P's and T's. I just can't say it enough to him. Yeah, and, I mean, if we have some listeners, I know we have a lot of App State um, alum and connected listeners. Um, just also keep Taylor Lamb, uh, former quarterback, I believe, yeah, for us, maybe. Yeah. Um, he is the quarterback's coach at UVA right now. So um, it – Yes, it might seem like it's not something that hits super close to home, but it really does. And then myself also being um, connected to Clemson, Tony Elliott, um, being our past offensive coordinator, current head coach. I know our uh, Clemson is sending them a lot of just well wishes and doing what they can to support um, Coach Elliott and, and his players, but just keep them in your thoughts and prayers and really everyone in that community. And just, I mean, I think uh, new Hopkins said it best the other day. Um, one of the last things one of these players posted was on their story was a picture of new Hopkins making a catch from the game on Sunday. Um, and so he just really wanted to push and, and say that, hey, hug your loved ones closely. You never know how good you have it until it's gone. So that that was kind of my takeaway from it. Um, just keep that entire community and extended community in your prayers. Fits anything? I got nothing, yeah. man. Yeah. It's I've been I mean, I've been keeping a tab on the Parkland trial as it's going on and just yeah. hearing from the family members and stuff. It's just, it's tough. I mean, this, mm-hmm. this issue has been hanging on us for two, over two decades now. And yeah, I don't, I don't really have much to add, but these kind of stories just make it more like, okay, when are we going to figure this out? Um, and it just feels like we, we just continue to let, let this kind of stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. Um, well, Let's go to a sports fact. Let's turn up the the vibes in here. And I know I hate yeah. starting here. I, man. I know, I know, but I feel like we had to, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. Heart rips out for him. Well, our, our random sports fact. All right, we're gonna go back to 1930, and it's gonna go all the way to current day. Anybody know the only countries that ever qualify for every World Cup? I guess Brazil. Brazil, you're absolutely correct. Brazil has qualified okay. for every single World Cup, minus the 45 and 41 World Cup. Obviously, World War II. Um, okay. and, and there was no World Cups those years. So, technically, they're still qualified for every World Cup. Anybody know how many or who has the most championships 
World Championships and World Cup? Mm. It's not Brazil. It is Brazil. Five it is? of those uh, They've got the longest run and also the most championships, World Championships for World Cup. Uh, so we're starting here because the World Cup's coming off. It's tipping off uh, this weekend. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm ready to see Team USA. It's our year, baby. Maybe we're breaking into it. Who knows? Uh, but Brazil is one of the favorites, like usual. England, we talked about with Matt last week, all the favorites and stuff. Uh, so this random fact, I want to know, who is your ultimate team dynasty? I mean, you look at Brazil across the world. Every every World Cup they've been in, they've won five, the most championships, and they look to be on the verge of six. They're always in the con- uh, conversation of winning this thing. So for you all, what's the biggest sports dynasty you could think of? I mean, I know everyone wants me to say the Patriots. And I mean, that was that that was an an absurd team. Just the cast of characters on those teams. But I'm actually going to kick it back to the 50s, 60s, 70s. Boston Celtics. Yeah. And he I mean, he was a player coach. So not only was he in charge of managing different personalities and and putting a team together he was also playing on that team i don't know if you can describe someone who's done anything i mean that would be absurd to see nowadays but i mean you could kind of argue that maybe lebron has so much pull in organizations that he could be considered a player coach right he didn't do like bill russell did man those celtics teams back in the day unstoppable unbelievable that's a great one, Jay Gray. That's kind of what I was thinking too. But like, yeah, like you don't see it nowadays. Like maybe LeBron, maybe a little Tom Brady, but honestly, the control Bill Russell had, it, it's unmatched. It's like Jackie Moon out there in Tropic Thunder. Like, or let's get tropical, you know? Uh, Semi Pro, that's the movie I'm thinking of. <laughs> Took me a while to get there. Fitz, what about you? I just watched Semi Pro the other day too. So maybe that's my, my, movie, my movie quote outro. I haven't even thought of it yet. Um, man. I might have to say the Patriots mm. for this one. Um, yeah. I know Jay Gray's got her bias. I can say this without bias. Um, what is it? Six Super Bowls? Was it six with Brady? They had the three. Nope. They had, wait, five? Right? Because does Brady have six or seven rings? Because they had, they had three and four. With with Brady, oh three oh four. Then they then they lost to the lost Giants seven twice and eleven. And then you've got the Atlanta twenty eight three. They, they have yep. six. You've got the Rams. You got the Rams. Got one you got more, the Seahawks, where I low key kind of peed my pants. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was a good one. Seven. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Six. And they've been to what nine. I think so. I, I mean, just that the, they were in, they were basically like in the Super Bowl, half of the Super Bowls of like Brady's career. Career yeah. is what it feels like. It's just, it? yeah. I mean, that is, that's like a, an unheard of dynasty. Cause like, you know, we'll talk about like Bill Russell and, and maybe like, you know, you could throw in the, the Packers and, the, and their great run mm-hmm. way back when. But it it feels like we're now in an age where it's it's hard to be dominant for so yeah. long. Like you get little windows where it's like, oh, this team's on like a run. Like they're 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 kind of stringing it together, like the Warriors. But then they'll kind of fall off, you know. And, and the Warriors would be a good one to name. But even then, 
you know, their runs have been kind of short-lived or they've had to beef up when they fall down. The Patriots were just, like, constant. I mean, they were just in your face. So that'd be mine. That'd be the one that you, you have to name. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of one. Uh, th- there's one that my heart wants to say, and then and then like logic takes over for me. My heart wants to say the Chicago Bulls, like just to win three in a row, take two years off, then win three in a row and again. Like that's amazing. That's an amazing accomplishment. How much was that? Was Jordan and Pippen those type of guys? Yeah. So maybe that that stretch of history is not Jerry, really kind. Jerry Krause. Yeah, Jerry Krause. Say Jerry Krause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously the time period we grew up in, just being surrounded by the Bulls and and, and Michael, that was pretty special. But then logic takes over. The Canadians, they've won 24 world championships. I know, Jay Gray, you hate to see it, but and, – and the streak of playoffs we talked about last week and last year's sports fact of, you know, just them being on this playoff run and they get cheated out by the Rangers and really they just did it to themselves. But to, to me, to win 24 world championships, that's – hats off. That's super impressive to me. The effing halves. The effing halves. That's right. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention on my ends – um, I'm gonna go Alabama. with UConn women's basketball. Yeah, love that women's basketball. And watch out because I think there's about to be a sneaky one emerge now with the Las Vegas Aces. I think yeah. if they continue to have number one Becky Hammond, number two Asia Wilson and Kelsey Plume, that's gonna be a dangerous one to come. They're all very young players. So that's a, those are great picks right there. The UConn, like, golly, how many, how many games did they win in a row where they just they won like 111. It was 111. God, so yeah. impressive, man. Not uh, the lady Vault though. Oh, I was Pat able to do, I love Pat Summit. Yeah. I, I read her book last year. Oh, love it. I read Pat Summit's book last year. Great read. My favorite part's in the middle of talking about her childhood. She just threw in a cornbread recipe. Mm-hmm. I made that bad boy fire recipe. So even if you don't like the book, you, you get some good recipes. Make, you can learn how to make good cornbread. Yeah, I like that. Well, we're going to trade Tennessee basketball in for a little Tennessee football here. We're going to jump into college football. We're going to look back at week 11 scores. Some big scores happen. Uh, honorable mention here, Oregon getting beat by Washington and probably a slept on West coast rivalry that I was not accustomed to. I, I had done my right education and, and film research there. That game was good. It was gritty. And they showed some like the behind, like in the past, what happened and man, I'm here for the Wisconsin, Oregon rival now or Washington, Oregon rival. All right. Look at this. You got number six, Bama does not cover the spread against old miss Lo- wins by six points, but man, Len Kiffin had Nick Saban on the ropes for most of that game. We jump into UCF and Tulane, 38-31. Tulane's title hopes and like maybe getting a push in the year six ball. I think they got derailed after this game. Uh, they, they had a chance. They had to beat SMU and then go on, maybe beat Cincinnati. But this one, it hurt. It hurt them pretty bad. Uh, you got seven TCU. Fitz, you love this one. Taking down Texas, 17-10. UNC squeaks by Wake, 36-34. And number three, Georgia just put it on. Mike Leach to Mississippi State. Uh, these scores, anything that really surprises us here or any scores from last week at all that you're kind of surprised with? Okay, those rankings are wrong because TCU is still four. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is okay. just from last week's okay. AP. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, don't worry. I was about to, oh, man. I was going to go know. in on the on the college playoff committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, you're good. Um, yeah, obviously, start with the Horn Frogs. That's the team to watch. Um, really, Texas, their only touchdown was scored by their defense. So yeah. TCU really locked down Texas. I'm curious. Um, I don't know if that offense is going to be able to hang with a team like Georgia or Tennessee or the rest of them. But defensively, it's exciting to see a team that can just kind of, you know, just be nitty and gritty and and hold a contender like Texas. So, yeah, yeah that was what I was excited about. Uh, UNC, a lot of love for them. You know, they've got a chance to to play for the ACC title, which is going to be big. I know Jay Gray's excited about that. And then, I don't know, the other ones ain't even worth talking about Bama. They're dead. Dead. Why, why are we talking about them? I'm not even going to talk about them. I, don't, I, I think they – they're still sneaky, man. I don't know. Jager, what, what about any thoughts for you? Yeah, I mean, um, I was at the Clemson game this weekend, so I yeah. really didn't get to watch any of these games um, because I fell asleep in the car on the way back and immediately went to sleep after that. So I really didn't get to watch any any football. Um, what sticks out to me, uh, what was that Tennessee final? I mean, I know it's Missouri, but didn't they have to go to Missouri? So they had to go to Mizzou. Drinkowitz had them on the ropes. I think it was like 24-14. Like, it was like, oh, man, Missouri's keeping point. with them. And yeah. They just so, – Tennessee took off. It was like 64-20. Like, it was yeah, – I'll look at yeah. the final score here in a second. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, putting up 66 points, even if it is against Drinkowitz, and even if it is something they should have done in the first place, is always just very impressive. Yeah. Um, I uh, I don't know if you're saying Columbia this weekend fits, but I would try and find a way out because I think it is going to be ugly under the lights. I mean, after after giving up or being down 24-14, whatever it was, I yeah. think that Tennessee is going to have a fire lit under them and have to just continue to pile on points uh, so they can stay in the college football playoffs. Like, Because, I mean – if you get a, uh, if you come to the SEC championship and you, for some miracle, have LSU beat Georgia, then you got a one loss Georgia team, you got a one loss Tennessee team, you got a two loss Bama team, and is LSU's only loss to Florida State in that ridiculous game? Hmm. I think I feel like it is. Right. I'm gonna look it up real quick. I think for some reason I'm thinking they may have lost to Ole Miss. I could be wrong. I feel like they have two losses, but it's – I don't know who the other loss is. Yeah. But if they're all at one loss, what happens? Do you take an SEC championship LSU? But- the, the only other loss is Tennessee. Yep. Okay. Like, what happens? What happens? It's going to be utter yeah. chaos because you can't have a four playoff just SEC. I'm sorry. It can't happen. I know one loss comes and we're out of it. It's fine. Bye. But – you can't – I mean, you you just can't have that happen. you got to have the – I mean, the Big Ten will be represented, whether it's Ohio State, Michigan, it will be represented, um, unless you have Michigan be Ohio State or vice versa and them losing the – I don't know, it's a hot mess express. I need an yeah. expansion is what I'm getting at. Yes. Not just for yeah. Clemson, but sometimes for Clemson. <laughs> Yeah. Just for what the mess that could happen mm-hmm. if Atlanta explodes is what yeah. I'm getting at. So. Yeah. 
I totally agree with you. You're talking about, let's go ahead and talk about AP Top 10. The college football rankings haven't came out as we're recording the show. The drop probably here in about five minutes or so. So maybe live on air we can talk about them. But, you know, your, your top six right here go unchanged. Your top five, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee, all locked in your top five. LSU jumps to number six. USC jumps to number seven. Bama's at eight. Clemson's at nine. Tens Utah. Uh, your biggest move is number 15, Washington, jumping up nine points after beating Oregon. Number 17, UCF beating Tulane in Florida State, jumps up five spots each accordingly. Um, and then number 22, Cincy, 23, Coastal, 24, Oklahoma State, and 25, Oregon State, come from unranked. And all those teams were ranked at the beginning of the season or at least getting votes, and now they're falling back in the rankings. UCLA dropped seven points. Uh, Oregon dropped six points after their loss. And NC State, it's a hard time for a Wolfpack fan, I'm sure. 18, Texas, 19, Liberty, and 21, Illinois, all drop out of the top 25. I mean, with these rankings, obviously the college football rankings, that changes a lot. I know there's going to be some big changes here, but I'm with you. We need expansion. We've talked about it every week here. We just need it because looking at this, you're right, Jay Gray. If LSU goes in and beats Georgia, there's you have to put all four SEC teams in, but how is that fair to the other conferences? It's definitely not like, what do you do? Someone's going to be – a lot of schools are going to get pissed and they're going to get screwed. Yeah. I mean, I on the wise words of Big Rob's not Big Rob, um, none of this matters until what December? I think it's fourth or fifth now. Yeah, none of this yeah. matters. Yeah. I don't care. You know, like I mean, if you're gonna have a one-loss USC team that got, I don't know if they got slammed, but I don't watch. I don't stay awake to see West Coast. Fair but enough. I, I mean. I don't understand how you can still have USC up there because obviously the competition that Bama has had to play, the competition that Ole Miss has had to play, or even some of these big 12 teams has had to play doesn't, in my opinion, match up to what the Pac-12 has had to play or what the big 10 has had to play. Notice I'm not saying ACC because the ACC, again, hot mess express, what happens happens. But I mean, you, I don't think you can put a U.S. a USC team up that high with the LSUs and Bam. I, I think you got to have more Big Twelve teams up there. But again, I don't know. None of these well, numbers matter to me. So here's the thing with USC: their only ranked win came against number 25 Oregon State. It was on the road. It was three point game. Uh, they lose by one point to number 10 Utah on the road. But every other win they have is unranked Pac-12 garbage. Now, the next two weeks is a big time for them because they get UCLA this week and then they get Notre Dame the next week. UCLA so on the road. It, why isn't Utah up higher then? Why isn't Utah ranked above them if they beat them? Is it because they still lost to Florida at the beginning of the season? I think and so, it, and I think they dropped another one too. That's stupid. I think they're stupid. a two-loss team, yeah. I would be happier if USC was like 8-9-10. I don't think they have a right being up right next to those SEC powerhouses. Yeah. Also, I really hate Lincoln Riley. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I just think TCU is going to get screwed. Like, yeah. I'm looking at it like if Ohio State and Michigan are both undefeated going into the final game, and let's say it's just a, it's a as Matt would say a classic, <laughs> like it's just like a showdown where it's like you know Tennessee Georgia, and you're like, wow, this is. This is like the game of the year, and, yeah. and these teams should be fighting for it. It's almost like – or Bama, Tennessee is what I was thinking of. But I'm just saying, like, 
then do both those teams get in? Like the winner, because like, and then now let's say Georgia loses. So the winner of Ohio State, Michigan gets the one seed. Georgia maybe drops to the two or three. They're like, well, Michigan, Ohio State, we can give them the four slot because they were undefeated until they played the number one team. So we'll put them in. And then what do you do? It's like, well, someone beat Georgia. So sorry, TCU, you're undefeated, but you know, you haven't played anybody. I and I'm just like, and I'm just like, if you've gone undefeated, you get in. That's that's how it's all set up. It's like, screw you, college football. If you are undefeated and you're in like a power conference, I'm sorry. You get yeah. in. That's what Clemson did for years, you know? So I'm just saying. Two natties just from saying, it, thank you. Two yeah, natties. And they, deserve, and they deserve to be there because they won the natty. But I'm just saying there's this thought process of, oh, the, the Pac-12 isn't the same or, or whatever. It's bogus. Yeah. It's my other thing is going back to what you're saying. Like, if Georgia loses to LSU and there's a one loss Georgia, a one loss Tennessee, and a one loss Georgia and a one loss Tennessee, I'm sorry. But if you don't play in your conference championship game, uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Mm. Not happening. So I mean Tennessee already lost their right. They they're not playing in the conference championship game. They're not. Ohio State, I mean, it sucks that they're on the same side of the conference, but the SEC East has been the SEC least for years. So it is how it is. But I look at Tennessee deserves to be there, as does TCU. Like, all those teams, it's tough. I mean, again, I think this is is the year that you're hoping for an expansion. Like, this is the year that's going to blatantly show it. And there's gonna be a lot but it's of all gonna, but it's all gonna work out. Mark my words, because it happens every year in oh, college yeah, football. Yeah. Is it like works out where they can like they can make a case like, oh well this and watch TCU is gonna get shafted. I'm here's what's gonna happen is Ohio State or Michigan, one of them's gonna get the doors beat off of them. And they fall off the rankings, and then now you have a solidified one and two with TCU being Undefeated, they go to three, maybe four, and that SEC school creeps up in there because that's that's who's in there going to take it because there's no Pac-12 team that's going to be undefeated. There's no ACC team undefeated. Notre Dame's not even close to, to even being in conversation. So that's probably what's going to happen, I, I'd assume. But you're right, Fitz. It all works out. But damn it, we need an expansion now. Get it to us. Uh, let's look so at nice. games we can bet on here this weekend. We've got some good games. Week 12 games. we got number 21, Illinois, traveling the big house. Number three, Michigan. Michigan, 18-and-a-half-point favorite. Number four, TCU, going down to Bear Country and Baylor. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, though. Number one, Georgia, traveling to Lexington, Kentucky. Number 24, Kentucky is a 22-and-a-half-point dog at home on senior night. Keep that noted. Number eight, USC, on the road to number 12, UCLA. USC is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And number 13, Utah, traveling down to Eugene, Oregon, uh, to number six, Oregon. Oregon's a three-point favorite. Looking at this list here, uh, let's go by each game. Let's pick our favorites. Jager, we had a sip of death queen here. And it's been it's been a long time since we had a sip of death. So I, I'm a little excited for it. We got an upset. And even if it's not on this list and you got an upset, you know we'll always take it because we're trying to make some good money on the pub parlay. But let's talk about that first game. Who we take? We got Illinois, Michigan. It, does Illinois cover the spread here? Because I think we're all probably going to take the big house. It's, it's in Michigan based it's in on Michigan. that. 
Yeah, no, they don't cover the spread. It's senior day for Michigan because they're going to Ohio State next year. Now the or next year, next week. Yeah. Now they might be looking forward to Ohio State, which is Ooh. always scary. So I think Michigan. I I would potentially maybe take Illinois to cover, Ooh. but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's Lima's record against Michigan because he's the coach at Illinois now. Yeah, and he and he's doing pretty damn good. He is. Fitz, what do you say? Yeah, when I first saw that game, I was like, Illinois, they could spoil, but in Ann Arbor, it, it is tough. 18 points is a lot, though. I, I think I'm with Jay Gray. I'm tempted to touch points on that. But I do think Michigan wins pretty big. So it's really close. It, it's probably too close to touch that one. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe this helps you. Illinois 6-1 and one on the road against the spread. So they've only not covered once. So maybe that makes you feel good. I do like Illinois to cover if there's a first half line. I like them to cover that first half because I do think Michigan kind of overlooks in that first half. They start slow. And then fourth quarter, Harbaugh chews their ass and they start – piling up points but give me michigan to win i, I i'm not going to touch the spread here first half spread depending on what the size of it if it's 11 i might tickle that that might be good tcu baylor what do we got here we we think baylor's got a chance or your horny toe is going to stay alive here fits man they got no respect for tcu again i was impressed by their defense yeah um that if you like watching hard-nosed defense uh tcu that's my team so i'm i'm hoping their offense puts up more points. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Horn Frogs. It's hard to do that little thing. It is. Because I just want to do this, and that's not it. No, don't do that. Yeah, don't I do- know. Um, <laughs> I don't really know much about Baylor. Uh, it's a noon game. If it were at nighttime, I'd be more inclined to take Baylor, yeah, yeah. but it's a noon game. So I think TCU is going to bounce back and need to have a statement win prior to whoever – does the Big 12 finally have a championship game? Because they didn't for the longest time. Yeah, they do. They do, I think. Yeah. All right, whoever they play there, I think they're going to need a big statement win leading up to that, and then they're still going to have to crush whoever they play there. By they just league. got their statement win. They beat – they beat the Hook'em Horns, who were favored. Yeah, yeah and it shows like, that's that such bullshit shows. to me. It's like you favored the Longhorns, and they dominated them. It, it was really 17-3, and then the quarterback in the last two minutes was like, "Oh, here's a fumble. I'll just give you, I'll give you a, a touchdown to make it interesting." Yeah, yeah. Like that it was a statement show. win in my book. I was like, "Oh my gosh, TCU! They just like they killed them. They just yeah." They needed like what one more touchdown for all the people in the committee to to be like, oh yeah, now TC. This is why I hate. Oh my gosh, I hate college football. <laughs> why well, you show that the Big Twelve knows how to play defense? <laughs> so good for them. Like the Packers yeah. just chewing away the Cowboys and like grinding it out and win the game. Guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be sexy. Oh, right. You just win the damn game. How the hell and did we get to the Packers the already, man? I just can't stand college football. I just I'm reading the tea leaves. TCU is going to get screwed, and it's going to be because of this. They only beat Texas by seven. It's like, oh my lord! Screw you guys! Shut up, Jay. Great, you taking TCU here? Yeah, I yeah. said they win. Yeah, 
he just sometimes you gotta oh, let Vince. You need another I'm sorry, man. Vince. I'm just I'm, you, I you gotta let him know. vent sometimes. It just it gets bottled nuts, up. In him. Would you like to say something about the Bengals since we're getting all of our teams out now? No, I don't know. I was I was just sports splatting at that point. It's Pittsburgh week. I'm I'm not ready. Um, <laughs> give me TCU. Give, give me the haw, the horns. As I said, I think they blow this thing in the championship game. I hope I'm wrong for Fitz's sanity, but I just I think you're gonna be wrong. Yeah. Uh, Georgia traveling to Lexington, taking on UK. It's not UK senior night. I I do forgive me. They're playing Louisville for the Kega Nails, um, yeah. the week after that. So my apologies there. But yeah. Kentucky, they got a chance to cover the spread. Georgia is just a different beast right now. Yeah, it's hard. I just yeah. I like. I don't even want to touch this game. I would like Kentucky to spoil, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be like Missouri-Tennessee. I think it's going to be Kentucky makes it interesting early on. Everyone's like, Kentucky's up, and then Georgia just like, you know, 35 unanswered or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not touching it. Is Kentucky's quarterback still out? Probably. Um, He, like, broke his face in half. I don't know. (laughs) Um, It was actually his elbow. I think I saw it happen. Anyway, um, yeah, I, as much as I would love Kentucky to cover, I don't think they're going to. I don't know. They could. Who knows? Georgia still has a JV football team in Georgia Tech next week, so that could be their Ooh. big point scoring, scoring game. But, yeah, I don't know. Kentucky might cover, but I'm definitely taking Georgia to win. Uh, Will Levis is the quarterback. He's questionable. They think he's probably going to play, but you never know. Maybe they say him for Louisville. Make sure you're good for your rivalry game. It's the Governor's Cup, not Kegan Nails. That's my fault. Um, man, I, I don't know. Lexington, I, I've seen teams go in there this season, and they just get beat. They just don't play good football. I don't know if it's because it's loud. I don't, I don't know. I haven't been to a game in, in decades at Lexington, so I, I don't know. It would be good. I like Kentucky to cover here. I, I just think they find a way to cover. They keep it sneaky. Even if it's a backdoor cover, I think they still cover here. Battle of California, USC, UCLA. Trojans need to win. They need to win big here to even get a prayer in this playoff system. Jake, are shaking your head no? You think they get a win here, though? No. I want them to lose every game. I really don't like what's-his-face and what's-his-face that he brought with him. I really hey, – I don't want to hear about him anymore. I don't want Caleb to. Williams. Yeah. I don't want to hear about either of oh, them anymore. I like Caleb. Well, I'm taking UCLA. Chip <laughs> Kelly, let's go. Right? Chip Kelly. Yeah. And Robinson, that quarterback's damn good. I like that pick, Jay. Fitz. Yeah. I like Caleb Williams. And, mm. and he's one I've had my eye on as far as like where does he land in, in next year's draft? Because I think he could be sneaky maybe like what Jalen Hurts was in his draft class as I think he could be a late pick that ends up being really good so I think for that reason I will take USC in this one Mm. Lincoln Riley's 10 and 2 against rivals this is a big rival it's something that he's new to it's a west coast I I, I still think he finds a way to win here I, I think USC finds a way to win. I do think Robinson outplays Williams though. I think Robinson has the better quarterback day than Williams here. I don't know why. I just, I have that feeling. Uh, 13 Utah, number six, Oregon. Who do we take here? 
I really want to take Utah. I think that they'll definitely cover even in Oregon, but I could also see Oregon. I don't know how Oregon does in bounce back games, um, but I know that last week took a hit on what was Bo Nix's alleged Heisman campaign. Yeah. So I yeah. could see them trying to really – them making a statement for Bo Nixon as Heisman. Ooh. Um, but I would love Utah to at least cover um, – you know what? I'll take them to win. Every time I pick Utah, they they do terribly. So I'll take Oregon. Yeah, I, I'm taking Eugene. I'm taking Oregon here. I just I like the way Bo Nix is playing. Um, I didn't like him at Auburn, but now all of a sudden I found myself like I kind of like the way he's playing. He's slinging the ball pretty nice in in that green, yellow, and black there in Oregon. So give me Oregon to win. All right, NFL time. The bread and butter of the show. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. And it's official. Nears beat Louisville in basketball just now, 61 to oh 60. We're no a basketball way. school now, damn it. Let's go. Big news. America's team. America's team, baby. Well, speaking of America's team, Thursday night, Titans. Traveling to good old Lambeau Field. Maddie will be in attendance there Thursday night. Green Bay three-point favorite. The five-game skid is over, Fitz. You can finally breathe. You got to win back under your belt over under set 42. Fitz, unless you take the rain here, who do you take? Yeah, this is a tough stretch for us with Cowboys. Got the win. You got the Titans. And then we got the Eagles Sunday night, um, Thanksgiving weekend. So it's weird. You know, early on we were supposed to win some games like in London and then, you know, against the Jets and the Commanders. And we kind of like, shit the bed on that so maybe we're just gonna flip-flop we're gonna show up against the teams that we're supposed to lose um yeah i don't know um in lambo definitely helps you hope there's some snow i am worried about king henry though and teams running all over us but i'm biased i'm gonna take the packers you know i think maddie ice is your good luck charm. So while he's in attendance, I will give in and take the Packers. But I think King Henry is still going to have a huge game because I don't know who the Titans quarterback is. Yeah, I, you know, it's Liberty Prodigy here. I, I think it's it's Willie Beamer show. I like to call him. He's he's a slinging that thing, man. I like the way he plays. I like the way Coach Rave's got him coached up. No snow in the forecast fits. At least not for yeah. Thursday. They got a little snow tonight. Yeah. Nothing Thursday. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. But, Jay Gray, damn it, you sold me when you said Matty Ice is in attendance. He's the good luck charm. I was ready to write the Packers off after watching that game. They were, what, down 21, 14 points, whatever it might be. I said, Packers done, dead. Put a stake in them. Aaron Rodgers should retire now. Not so fast. Matty put his little British fingers in the air, waved them, and got some magic going. So give me the Packers to win. Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning are the only two players – to trail by 14 in the fourth quarter and do it three times. That three times in their career, they've trailed 14 in the fourth and won. Oh, Only Rodgers and Manning. I'm glad you said it won because I was about to say, hold up, Andy Dalton's lost by a lot more points in the fourth <laughs> quarter. But I got you. <laughs> no, like All to right. come back and win. Yeah. I got you. Commanders coming off a huge win, stopping the Eagles, making them – Finally, a one-loss team. Miami can pop the champagne down there, keeping the undefeated record alive. Uh, Commanders taking on the Texans. Washington, three-point favorite on the roads, 40-and-a-half over under. Fitz, who do you like here? 
I love Heineke, man. I, I've been all about him. I think he's a proven leader, especially in the game last night. You just saw his energy on the sideline when the defense was making plays. He's just like – he's energized where I feel like Wentz was just kind of like, I don't know, just kind of hobbling around. But I also see just the, the connection with McLaren and Heineke has been fun to watch. So excited to see those two. And then our guy, many men, um, you know – Brian Robinson is just mm-hmm. fun to watch. So, Camaros, they might be my favorite NFC team like this year. That isn't the Packers. Like, I, I would love to see this team make a run. Yeah. So, I'm going to take the Commanders. You know, I'm honestly hoping that every single NFE, NFC East team gets in because that would then make you guys take them out of your garbage trash yeah. cycle. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think this is going to be super close. It, not a lot of points. Um, it's going to hit the under. We we never want to wish that, but it's going to. Um, ugh. You know, what? I'm going to go for, unfortunately, I say all that, and then I'm going with the upset. I'm going to take um, the Texans. I think the commanders might still just be riding a little bit too high and might need to be brought back down to life. Damn. Sorry. Damian Pierce, man, I said it last week. He's like a Lambo sitting in a trailer park right now. That dude can just run lights out in the football with the football. Uh, Jager, you'd be proud. I did give the NFC East props. I said, damn, this conference is pretty freaking good right now. And they're they're no longer in the least anymore. And I, I give all credit hats off to him. Uh Fitz, I know why like Heineke. Every picture I look at him, he looks more like Brett Favre, just with the forum tat. Like oh, if dude. Favre was more yeah. modern day. He was even running around like, doing this he one. Has, he has a tattoo there. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I, I, I do like the way Heineke ball is. He had the Kirko, Kirko chains look going on after the win. Drinking, oh, my gosh. Uh, bush Kirk lattes Thug. on the airplane out of a trash can cooler. Like, yeah. I'm loving it, man. I like his vibe he's got going on. Give me the commanders to win. I, I don't mind – Texas with the upset, so I'm not going to touch this game because I could see it. But I do like the underpick, Jake. Right? I like the underpick a lot. Now that we agree on that, the, the overall hit, but that's all right. A game that should be played Sunday night, but it gets flexed out for some bullshit Chiefs Chargers game. I'm pissed. Anyway, Cincinnati on the road traveling to Heinz Field mm. and Steelers Nation, or formerly known as Heinz Field. Uh, Over under set at 41. Cincinnati four and a half point favorite. Cincinnati is rocking the all-white unit again, the white bingle. I do believe Steelers are rocking the color rush black on black. Last time I heard, that might change. I don't know. We'll see. Fitz, who do you take here? This could be a trap game for the for the Bengals. I hate to say it. Um, just because I think the rest of the schedule looks like a lot of the favorites, I'll take the Steelers in an upset. Just a hunch. Bring it to me. I'm going Bengals. Um, I hate the Steelers. I'm going Bengals. Simple enough. Look, we were in the same boat last year. Sent five four and bye week. Just beat the brakes off the Panthers last season and this season. We're rejuvenized. We're ready to go. We're zero and three in the division. This is where it changes. We go three and three for the rest of it. Make sure we win out some big games here. Bills look beatable, and the rest of the schedule looks pretty doable. Minus the Chiefs, that one looks a little. Mountain, we got to climb. But we're going to get there. But first, we get over Pittsburgh Mountain. And we demolish them. We bite Bengal their ass all the way up. Down. Skyline Chili poured on them. Bengals get a win. 
Bears, Falcons, Atlanta, three-point oh. favorite. Over and set 50. Jay Gray saying, oh, this might be the emoji game. We'll see what she says. Fields looks good, though. I can't lie. Fitz, who do you think? Man, I'm so sick of Fields, man. I'll be honest. Like, I just – he is trash. And everyone's just going hype because he's putting up great fantasy numbers. You know, props to the Bears that they they basically decided, all right, we're we're better just running fields. Like we're just gonna have design runs and just let him let him make plays. So I mean that is definitely key for them. I'm just ready for the defenses to like wisen up. I don't think Fields is really that explosive or that good. So I actually will take the Falcons. I think they're a defense that could actually give Fields and the Bears some trouble. So I'll take the Falcons pretty big on this mm. one. Yeah, I'm. I initially made the uh face, but thinking about it, this could probably be a pretty interesting game to watch. Um, I mean, the Falcons tend to play their opponents really closely, and I think they're getting a lot of their defensive players that were injured back this week. So I do think they'll be able to kind of just lock in on um fields and have some experience back there to just almost be like a spy on him just making sure they know where he is at all time so i'm gonna take the falcons at home um i think it's gonna be close uh i actually wouldn't touch this game with 10 foot foot pole but i think it's gonna be (laughs) the falcons at home i i think it's gonna be falcons at home too and i think we're gonna hit the over these both these defenses are in the bottom seven of the league they just can't stop anything no matter if they're healthy or not Jager. i know they're getting some players back but i think i think the floodgates open i think fields mariota have a field day all up and down i i just i think both offenses click and roll here give me the over give me falcons to win though all right browns taking on the bills bills coming off a heartbreaking loss the vikings that had the game in the bag goes to overtime and justin jefferson and kirko chains to do their thing over and set 43 Buffalo, eight-point favorite. Not many times they're coming off a home loss here. Fitz, what do you think? Yeah, this is a lock for me. I'm going to take the Bills. Should have won last week. You know, one of the craziest games you've probably ever seen. Yeah. But, yeah, I think they get it back. So, go Bills. Two feet of snow. Two feet of snow. Who is the better running game? Nick Chubb. I'm taking That's the Browns. true. Wow. Man, that is good. Uh, Watson. Yeah, but you got Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's a better I think he's back, more right? injured Nick than Chubb. people think. I think he's more injured than people think. I'm taking I'm taking the Browns. There was a few balls he threw, and I was like, ooh, you could tell that he's feeling the effects mm-hmm. of it. That cold weather does no good for him. <sighs> Deshaun Watson is cleared to practice, though. He's been taking some reps with the Browns. Now he's Week 11, he's got to wait till week 11 to come back at least. But he's getting some reps in. Y'all, I am three and like eight. I need this man to come in. (laughs) Yeah, fantasy has been been rough. Um, That takes away reps from Brissett, though. And so he's not able to get in the groove and the click of it. Give me Buffalo, baby. (laughs) He's going to take those massage therapists through a table. Give me Bill's Mafia. Eagles coming off their first loss. We're going to see how good they are because they're going against the undefeated Jeff Saturdays of Indianapolis, the Colts, baby. They're six and a half point favorites, though. Philly is over us at 45. 
Who do we take here? Man, props to Saturday for playing Matt Ryan, too. I thought that was a good move on their part. But I'm going to take Philly. Yeah, I mean, that's just a – that was a game the commanders had to have their season on the line. Obviously, you feel like the Colts, they they probably feel the same way. We got to have this. But I think it's going to be very hard for Saturday to go back-to-back. So, I'll take the Eagles. Eagles money line, and I think the Eagles get close to hitting the over on their own. Jay, I love that pick a lot. I, I think you're absolutely right. When you tweet a team is sorry and they suck, you have to go out there and beat that team, especially when it's your first first game. Jeff, that's what Jeff Sire did. said the Raiders are terrible. He had to go out there and beat them, otherwise he had to live in infamy on Twitter. Um, but he goes in there. He beats them. They're hyped up. The Colts are. And that's all they get for the rest of the season. Phillies is going to roll. They're pissed off now. And I think I think you're right, Jager. I think Jalen Hurts puts up 35 points by himself. Like, this is going to be an impressive game for him. Sauce Garter taking on Mac 10. Jets, Patriots, over and set 30 and a half. New England, three-point favorite at home. What do you think, Fitz? Man, I just – all I can think of is little Johnny enjoying his ice cream. Uh, for the Jets, so Jets number one fan. What was that comment I sent you? It was like the top comment on a Johnny ice cream post. It's like, we'll sacrifice Johnny to diabetes, diabetes just to yeah. get Jets wins. So yeah, I'm gonna pull for the Jets. Bill Belichick plays mind effing games with the Jets. If Bill Belichick loses to the Jets, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, Absolutely. Actually, okay, I'm not done. Let's be real. I was like, you but- Tim. Tim had a whole speech on, oh, I'm giving up the Lions because I'm at a point in my life where things that make me sad, I just get rid of. Like, come on, no. man. <laughs> if you went to the playoffs today, every single AFC, what, East team would be in it. Yeah. Every single mm-hmm. AFC team would be in it, including the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but Bill Belichick loves to play mind games with the Jets. Um, Zach Wilson's going to be out there seeing ghosts of his mom's best friend. Like, let's go. Let's go, Pats. You know, Belichick is 15-1 and against the Jets' last 16 meetings. Like, he's got their number. This ain't Rex Ryan, let's get some fucking snacks anymore, Jets. This is a different Jets team, though. They're throwing bombs, banging moms left and right here. Wilson looks dangerous. He looks good. I'm sorry, Jay. I'm going to take A1 sauce. I'm taking Sauce Gardner and the Jets here to win. I think I just, I got the gut feeling. I don't know why. My mind says Patriots. The gut says Jets, though. Patriots are favored? They're favored. I'm not. Oh, man. It's in Gillette. It's in Gillette. Yeah. Jets, baby. I'm not touching that one, though. I like it. Rams, Saints, over and set three and a half. New Orleans, four point favorite at home. Still questions about hey, is uh, Jameis playing or not? Is Andy Dalton going to get the start? Is Taysom Hill going to get the start? A lot of quarterback answers to be read for them. Cooper Cup is out for the Rams. He's having ankle surgery. He's on the IR. Fitz, what do you think? Yeah, and that's probably why. That's probably a key reason I was looking up just the Rams record at this point gosh they're three yeah. and six it's rough and you feel there. like there's got to be some urgency on their end i think this is a winnable game for the rams 
it's it might be a workman's win, but I like the Rams in this one. I really do. I think they just have to stabilize Kamara, and, and then I think they can lock down. I mean, Saints defense is good. This is a this is a good defensive struggle, but I'll take the Rams. I am really hoping Taysom Hill starts at quarterback so I can play him as both my tight end and have two quarterbacks. That's so stupid. That would be amazing. It's listed as a tight end. So give the start to Taysom for selfish reasons. If Taysom's a tight end, then Justin Fields is a running back. That's my that's my argument. You know, like that's insane. To as quarterback. (laughs) Put up lots of points. Therefore, I'm taking the Saints to win. Mm. You know, this is this is the worst Super Bowl hangover I've ever seen, and it's really a lot of the playoff teams this year had just looked like dog shit. Like it's just wild to think about the Rams. There's, I mean, three wins. They just won a Super Bowl. It's the same group of guys minus Odell. They should be rolling. Different offensive line. That's exactly what I was going to say. Different O line. I like the way. Saints defense at front eight have been blowing up. Give me the Saints to win. I think they found a way. Damn. I wish Tim was here. Lions taking on the Giants. Lions. Last two weeks, they're 2-0. and How many times can you say that, right? Over us at 46, Giants three-point favorite. Jager, I'm let you start with this one because I know that's B's team, and he's feeling some type of way about the Giants winning here. He is so hype. It's it's fantastic to have a happy housemate on Sundays. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, man, he has re-energized all of his Giants things. He's now open to watching the Tom versus Time, but only if it's the Giants episodes. It's great. <laughs> fantastic. Um, I'm really glad Tim's not on the show because I hate breaking his heart and seeing his sad little puppy dog eyes. <laughs> but I'm taking the Giants. I got to keep a happy home, man. man. See, I think Tim, he was so down on them two weeks ago. Yeah. He was like, I can't handle this. I can't handle this. Even though at the start of the year, he's like, I love watching the Lions. Like, we're the most competitive. Um, this is a very – this is an awesome game because I think it's two teams that have been kind of in the shitter – and they're looking on the up and up. Obviously, the Giants, playoff contenders, Lions, they're just trying to squeak back in there. I like the Lions, though. I, I really do. I think they're doing well, eh, maybe a reach. I don't know. I, I like it. I like the idea. But then I actually do think of the Giants, and, and maybe it's that Danny Dimes trauma that I have. <laughs> I, I want to just put them away, but I can't let go. I'd have to flip a coin, but I'll take the Giants. I think I just flip flop. Daniel Jones, the ex, you just can't, you just can't get away from. It's you just, he's just like always him, looking at you. I like him. There, texting you up at three a.m. I know how Daniel Jones yeah. does for you. Lions, man, I, I kind of gave this speech last week. I'm sticking with it. You don't celebrate a win in Detroit. You get back. You put your hard hat back on, baby, and you go right back to work in Detroit. The Motor City is all about grit, blue collar, and you get after their ass. Starting Monday, Dan Campbell's been drinking pots of coffee left and right. Give me the Lions to get a big win. I'm sorry, B. Loving peas and teas to you. 
to your happy household, Jay. But he'll have a word with you on Saturday. Give me the blue collar lions, baby. Heck, you need to surprise Tim with the hard hat, but tape a a lions logo on the front of it. On the front. Hey, if they win this week, I'll get a lions hard. I'll get one. Okay. There you go. Panthers taking on the Ravens. Ravens 12 point favorite. They're home. Over on set 43 and a half. Panthers coming off a big window Thursday night. They had a couple of days extra rest. They're not wearing the all black uniforms though, because those were sick. But I wish they could. Fit, who do you take here? Give me Baltimore. Pretty easy. I can't believe the Panthers are going back to Baker. Like PJ Walker has I think he's got more hurt. wins. Oh, is he hurt? Oh, yeah. Dog. All right. Well, yep. R.I.P. Panthers then. It's going to be the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. I don't like either of these teams. I'm taking the Ravens. I'm only doing it until we bring Devin Slate home. If you ever see Devin Slate out there, you tell him to call home. Call the pub. Let him know that he's. I just don't know he's okay. That's all I need to know. Is Devin Slate still alive at this point? Ravens, Lamar Jackson, keep it rolling. He was just on a few weeks ago. It's it's been a while, you know. For baseball, wasn't it? It's been a while. Yeah. Cue the stain. Raiders, Broncos, both these teams. We thought this was going to be the division Mm -hmm. race. We thought these Mm -hmm. two teams might have a Uh, chance to get the AFC crown and get the number one seed. (laughs) Far from the truth. Carr and Wilson, no saviors in their equally hometowns. Overruns at 41.5. Denver, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Shout-out to your boy, Jay Verge, getting a huge tutty last week against the Titans. Unfortunately, they came up short, but, man, Jay Verge, you're the freak. We love watching that touchdown, dude. That was amazing. I'm still waiting on Russell Wilson to to just emerge. You know, it's like I'm I'm holding on hope. Like, he's learning a new offense. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> But I'm just waiting for it. And and he's got some favorable matchups defensively coming up. And this is one of them. So I think he should be primed for a for a big week. Good air attack. I think it depends on Judy's health that he left the game with an ankle injury. But I think yeah. he should be back. And again, with those Broncos at receivers. I just I have I'm gonna go Broncos country on this one. I think drop the emoji, man. I don't give a about this. I really don't. Um, Jeez. I know. I'm really sorry, Jalen. I'm really sorry. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> um, I, I was, I mean, I'm always usually pretty high on the Raiders because they have so many Clemson players, but damn, they suck. And my boy Derek Carr, his hair is not growing with power this year. Mm-hmm. So I am actually going to go with the Broncos and only because of Jalen Virgil. Keep giving him the ball. Quote the Jay Gray. Nevermore. I, I, you hit the nail on the head. I could not give a shit about this game. I could have at the beginning of the season. I thought this game was going to be huge, a huge matchup. No. Give me, give me Jalen Virgil. I don't even care about the rest of them. I think Jalen Virgil can score enough points to beat the Raiders at this point. Vikings, mm. Cowboys, Cowboys, one point favorite over us at 47 and a half. Big, big game. This is one of the opposites. Beginning of the season, I said, this is probably a game I don't give a shit about. Not so fast. Both these teams looking phenomenal. Fitz, who do you take? Let's see. Vikings beat the Packers. Packers beat the Cowboys. 
I think Cowboys go full circle here and beat the Vikings. I actually do. I, I think that the the one thing that the Cowboys weren't able to do last week is pass rush. I think they'll be looking to be more aggressive against the Vikings, um, that their staple is their defense. And Vikings, I, I don't know. I, I think their defense has been – they've shown flashes of being really good, but then they've also just gotten dissected. And so – I think it's a great wide receiver battle, but I think CD Lamb actually might outperform Jefferson. And that's not to say that Jefferson won't do like I think Jefferson's gonna be cracked like he is every week, but I think CD's just gonna be that good. So I'll take the Cowboys. Yeah, Jay. So um in those of you that are at the App State game this weekend and run into me, you can ask Brian. But I did turn to him at one point during that game. I was like, damn, I think I got to be a Vikings fan. First off, my dog loves the Vikings. She loves the little air horns, so we're all in on that. Fair enough. Um, Purple is my favorite color. Yeah, the big... Like the bugle thing? Yeah. The Viking horn? The Viking horn. Oh, gosh. If you her down, she loves it. She sits straight up and just looks at the TV. She okay. loves She's about it. Um, does she like Kirk Thuggins? I think she's a big Kirk Cousins fan <laughs> because she does not have a lot of brains in her head. So, oh, my gosh. I'm going to go with the Vikings. I hate it. That's your worst take yet. That's worse than the Clemson stuff. <laughs> oh my lord y'all sugar's a good girl yeah sugar's the, the best oh, we go with the vikings yeah i hate the vikings so much sugar's my favorite dog of jay grace clan so so well, mix dog. pretty good too oh, okay okay i haven't met so um you know man this is tough the way the Cowboys crumble in the fourth, though, C.D. Lamb, he had the big touchdown in the fourth. That should have been the nail in the coffin. And he does a real questionable end zone dance. And I was like, this guy doesn't have the juice. Jefferson's got the juice. Give me the Vikings to win big here. I'm all up on Sugar's team. Here we go. The Sunday night game that should have been the Bengals, but it was stolen and ripped from us. Chiefs at Chargers over on us at 50. Kansas City, seven-point favorite. Who do we take here? Man, Charger defense is hard to bet on. Yeah. I like the Chargers, though. I just don't know if they can take down the Chiefs. Again, question if Juju's playing or not. But, gosh, that was one thing. Be curious how Brian's feeling about losing Kadarius Tony after he looks like he's, he like he's going to be a key piece on the Chiefs. So, yeah, I'll take the Chiefs. They just They just continue to have weapons no matter what. Yeah, B is really upset about um, Kadarius Tony so much so that we have dubbed him when that happened. Weepy BB. He was sad. Um, that being said, I think Tony's going to come in and just tear things up. Um, I don't trust. I love Justin Herbert's hair, but I don't trust the Chargers, especially if they're not going to have like Mike Williams or Keenan Allen back. Like they have no offense. I'm going. I'm going with the Chiefs. Hmm. yeah give me the chiefs too i know juju's making tiktoks in his head he's probably still in a coma there after getting knocked out but (laughs) give me the chiefs to win i had had, someone had someone had to take the joke so i did all right monday night matchup cardinals 
hosting the 49ers. Overrunners at 43 and a half. San Francisco, eight point favorite. Ever since that man showed up to the scene, the Niners offense has been different. It's been rolling Christian McCaffrey. I don't, he's just brought some energy to him, a different just vibe to that 49ers energy that they really needed. Fit 2D8. CMC, it really seems like a fit, too. I mean, like even just that picture of him in that uniform, I'm like, he just looks like he was meant to be a Niner. I don't know if he has a California kid, man. He never looked like a Panther to me. I'll Mm -hmm. be honest. I was like, ah, it's cool. But yeah, it just, it feels right for him. So yeah, I'm going to take the Niners. A, I believe he grew up in Colorado. So he's not a California kid. Uh, He didn't understand. Ed McCaffrey's kid. He did go to receiver for the Broncos. Yeah. 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 B, you know how the Cardinals, they just kind of like suck and then kind of not suck. And then they have one game where they're just like unbelievably good. This is that game. Oh. They're just like stupid good. New Coppins is back and he's going to have like four touchdowns. Please, please have four touchdowns. Um, <laughs> and he's going to want to show the world that he's better than Debo. So mm. I'm taking the oh. cards. A little Clemson USC. Rivalry there. No real reason. The cards. Man, I, the Cardinals, that's another team that is like, man, they should be so much better than what they're showing. But the new Call of Duty game is really screwing them right now. Give me the four Niners to win. <laughs> Give me the Niners. Killing it, Hacky. Killing that's right. it. That's right. Jeez. All right. Uh, pub parlay. Let's make some money. We made We made some good money last week. And I didn't get the right audio. There it is. Let's keep it rolling. Me and Fitz were talking. We're ready to make a few bands this week. We're going to drop some bands to make them. Nah, oh, I'm man, I already put some, I put some stacks on the World Cup already. Let's go, Fitz. I just love you. Just a little action. Just a little, just a little, yeah. this little taste. A little, little taste. A little appetizer. All right. Uh, we're going to get two picks a piece if you want it. You can only take, mm. if you want one, take, you can take one. But mm. you have the option to take two here. Um, so what do we say? If we're taking NHL or NBA, we got to make sure we fine tune a day here. Um, but NFL up for grabs, college football up for grabs don't matter. I'm going to do one that is probably not going to hit. So we might want to do a crazy one. Okay. But you know what? They get they got jibbed last year, and I think they're coming with a vengeance. I'm taking the NC State Lady Wolf Pack over UConn because they got jibbed last oh. year, and they're coming in with some fire. What are they playing? Mm. I think Sunday. I'll double check that. Woof, 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 woof. Is that what you were going to take? No, that's just I, I like Paige Beckers for UConn. I just I know I you do, but I don't know. I don't know if they want to do that. You you heard? I it. like that take though. You're right. They did get jipped, but it's Paige Beckers. I mean, this is like the best women's player I've ever seen. I said so. this is a ballsy one. It's a ballsy one. Mm-hmm. Okay, put it on the side there. <laughs> They're playing Sunday. You're absolutely correct. I also I had college hoops right? also. Uh, I had so number four Kentucky's playing number two Gonzaga. Mm. Gonzaga's got to play Texas tomorrow night. I don't know. I just want to take the underdog. So if Gonzaga loses to Texas, they'll probably be the underdog against Kentucky, and I think they win. But if assuming both teams 
go in Sunday, I'm taking Kentucky to upset Gonzaga, if that makes sense. You're not going to take Timmy? No, I don't Timmy. want to. All right. Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> so we're taking UK. We're taking Gonzaga. UK unless UK is favored, then we're taking Gonzaga. I know it's, it just got real confusing. Okay, this is not the one I'm betting a band on. This is this is already off to a rough start here. See, I've got a I've got a side thing right now with NC State women and Kentucky. Question. Question though. <laughs> yeah, Jager, I like your pick actually. Thank you. It's Fitz is but like also, what's copy. the spread? Do we just take the spread? Is there a spread option? If there's not, we're going all in on the pack, baby. All in. Yeah. We'll find we'll find out. I, I didn't see a spread option. All right, I, I don't see any odds right now. Take the spread. But if it doesn't, all in on the pack. Wait it. Um man. Sorry, I got distracted. I was looking I was looking at my picks and I jumped around looking at what you guys pick. Uh UK's playing Zaga Sunday. Is that right, Fitz? Yep. Man, I'm gonna go to my bread and butter. A, a game that's been really good to me. And that's been Football, college football at that. I love taking a good dog. Man. It's a tough week for college football. It is. And, like, usually I have one, like, I feel sold on, and, like, there's a good dog and there's some good odds with it. What about UVA versus Coastal? No. Is that game even going to happen? That game might not. It it might not. You never know. Okay. They're they're beginning the process of healing is the only statement that's Mm -hmm. released today. I I didn't see anything about practicing or anything. I don't know how you – damn it. Damn it. If they play, give me UVA. I mean, that's the thing, you know. If they play, I'll take UVA. Now, UVA is a two-point favorite as of right now. Hmm. But we started the show giving them P's and T's and love. So it'd just be wrong if they're not playing, not to give them some love. So give me UVA. Um, A lot of emotion in that game. So take that for what you want. Uh, My my other pick here is Oregon to cover against Utah. And by cover, I mean to beat Utah by more than three points. I think they, they win by a touchdown at least. So Oregon minus three. I think they win. All right. Random question. Anybody got one for us? Wait, I only took one. Okay, okay, go for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, was, I didn't know if you guys only want to take one. That's my fault. Um, Hacky, can you do a quick Google search on the over of the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game? Because what is defense? You would think Venables would know. <laughs> But then again, Oklahoma State's also been shut out a few times, so I don't know. Sounds like a Jeopardy answer. It's like in the Oklahoma Oklahoma State rivalry, what is there not any of? What is defense? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sixty-four and a half. Oh God, no! I'm not. No, I don't know. Um, let's I take. I like Kansas State to cover against West Virginia, even though their quarterback might not be playing. I don't think West Virginia is very good. They just fired their AD. And that means the head mm. coach is probably on the way out too. So, so I'm going to take Kansas State. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't mind it. K-State ranked 19, traveling to 
Good old Morgantown. They're seven and a half point favorites. So you think they beat them by more than seven and a half? I think they got them by at least 10. I like it. Also, purple coming back in. Purple. Purple. Hey, mm-hmm. Jager, you might hate this. I don't like the orange britches with the oh, purple. Oh, we wear those for championship games. So that's probably why you don't like them because you see them a lot. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. With the purple top. I didn't like that look. Oh, that's military appreciation. Do not hate on that. I like purple on purple. I like purple on white. Purple on orange. Well, usually they do purple on purple for that game, and it's and see that's what I like. But the purple on orange just didn't do it right for me. Anyway, but it's military appreciation. Do not hate on military appreciation. My bad. We locked up the ACC better division. Who do you have? I don't. I don't need another pick here. I, I. I'm tempted to do it for the hard hat for Tim Lions over Giants, but I don't really feel confident about that. None of these picks got are enough, really. We've got enough chaos going on. Like if throw that pick in with the with the crazy pick, NC State pick. Well, I'm saying like if the Virginia game doesn't happen, then we've got four crazy games already yeah, we just throw that's that not one a, that's not a bad parlay you know you know the virginia like one's kind of crazy yeah like nc state women kentucky oregon kansas state's a pretty good parlay right there is that game in kentucky or is it at kentucky? Uh, it's at kentucky oh at kentucky. that's not as crazy as i thought for gonzaga yeah they gotta go to kentucky oh oh sorry i i don't know i think it's neutral site right or no we will look is it one of those like uh, what do they call when they play on like this? But Gonzaga almost lost to somebody. Michigan State. It was a great game. It was on a boat. Yeah, yeah, that one. The what do they call it? They play on the the Armed Forces Classic. Yeah, but like they call it the aircraft carrier. Yeah, the USS it. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, to our <laughs> listeners and watchers out there, some other bets you could do this Sunday kicks off the World Cup, Ecuador versus Qatar. I think everybody's pretty pissed at Qatar for hosting this World Cup. Just saying. Throwing that one out yeah. there too. But and then you know, Monday kicks off you paying can- uh fans yeah. to be there and cheer. It's rough, dude. It's like some Hunger Games shit. It's, it's, this is gonna be like the weirdest World Cup ever. It's it's weird. <laughs> but it kicks off Sunday. Is that I will be taking Blackout Friday to a new level next week. USA all day. Let's go. Blackout Friday. Taking on the Brits. Um, good deal. Random question. Anybody got one for us? Jager, usually you come loaded for him. I do have one. It's very silly. Ooh, I like because silly. I noticed this week that TCU has a thing for redheaded quarterbacks. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> So I want to know who and Parker obviously is all of our favorite redheads. Ooh, or Devin. Mm. There are two of them. Yikes. Ty. Um, Devin hasn't shown up, so Ty goes to the person present (laughs) who's Parker. Um, sorry, Devin, love you. Who is your favorite redhead ever that is not Parker Hackey? Mm. Yeah, I like it. Man, that's a good one. Claudia Miranda, I know you're watching. I want to know what yours is. It's going to be Rod Weasley. Weasley for her, yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Rod, Rod Weasley. Weasley. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, it's a it's the one that made the gingers cool. 
the flying tomato, Sean White, man. Without him, I don't know how far back and and how far oppressed we are as redheads. So he really put us forward there. Hmm. Man, there's a lot of good ones. Shout out Bill Burr. I've been listening to a lot of Bill Burr uh, stand up. He's hilarious. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, great, great artist. Um, I don't know if those are my favorite, though. I'm still thinking. I'm brewing. Yeah, give me a second. Why are all these people that are popping up just? Well, see, I'm not, I'm not searching mine. I'm like, I'm really going through my. Yeah, but I, I want to see something specific. Scout Brady. <laughs> yes, the Red Mamba. <laughs> oh man, I feel like I'm missing like a big one. Nope. Yeah, I just texted Claudia. She said Ron. And then Sean White was her second one. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. Um, I am going to have to go with... Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with a classic. Um, Lucille Ball. Ooh. Mm. Back in the day. That's a good one. You know, those are always fun, like every once in a while to pop on or to show I'm a teacher, too. So to show your students and they're like, what is this crap? I'm like, this is hilarious. There were no rules. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't I'll I'll say uh, right now, just based on how my YouTube history has been, I'll say Bill Burr. I've listened to a lot of some of his interviews and stand up. Very, very fun voice for this time. I love it. Uh, honorable shout out, Aunt Lori and uh, Grandpa, two of my favorite redheads right there. All right. Uh, hey, one heck of a show. Great show. A lot of football, which I know listeners and watchers love there. Jay Gray, we can't thank you enough for joining us. It, it's always great to have you on. And, and World Cup coming on, maybe we get you more on and get you Tyson up, Matt, especially if we beat England. Man, yeah, it's I'm getting good. hammered. I'm calling out Wednesday if I come on that Tuesday. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Hey, y'all have a beautiful week. We'll catch you guys next Tuesday. Be a friend. Tell a friend about the show. Let's keep growing this thing. We'll see you later. Corn dogs, Jackie. Corn dogs for all these people. <laughs> oh my gosh. Awesome. They're we gonna say that's my D. The bad boys of Little League. I'm telling you now. <laughs> we would beat the tar out of the other team. I'm just gonna go out and say it. What I said. Joey Chestnut has to be on the pub. Has I'll to be. More. Has I mean, has to be. How's <laughs> the journey? Man, I'm going to get real theological on y'all. I, I think we're all a little soft and misunderstood. I'll just be real honest. <laughs> <laughs>